What will the world be like in 2050? And you might say, well, that's a weird question. Why do I care about 2050? We care about 2050 because my kids will be in their 30s. If you have kids, they will be adults by then. So the question is, what will they be like and what will this world be like? Will they be resilient disciples of Christ in a world that is getting worse and worse? Or will they cave to the God of this world and his system? Statistics show that 60% of young people, some statistics would even say as much as 80% of young people, leave the church. They leave their faith. What's the church going to look like? Are we doing enough to make resilient disciples of Christ? Or are we just simply giving our kids some fun things to get them through whatever season they're in right now? Hey guys, welcome to my channel. I'm Pastor Joshua. Today I want to talk about how vital the ministry of child discipleship is. And I want to do so through the lens of a book review. And before I jump into the book review, I think I probably should just tell you that I have not been asked to do this review. I'm not being paid to do this review. I'm doing this review because I believe this book, and especially the conversation that this book wants to create, is vitally important. If you've been around my channel very long, you'll know this is a topic we talk about here often, and even the book that I'm going to review, you have probably heard about. But for those of you who have not, I want to just show you straight up uh, the Resilient book. And this book is written, basically it's written by some people from Awana, and uh, it tackles the idea of the importance of child discipleship in our church ministries. And let me say this before you turn this video off. If you are watching this video and you don't have Awana in your church, maybe you've never even heard of Awana before, don't go anywhere. This video is for you too, because though this book talks about uh, Awana, and it's it's from that idea of, of Awana clubs, it really is for anybody who has any ministry opportunities uh, for children. This book was given to me, and it opens up with a letter to our children, and really that letter is what pulled me right into this book. Uh, I just want to read a little excerpt here. It's really this that's the idea of a letter written to our children from the church, and it says, your future looks challenging. Warm, fuzzy memories may not be enough to strengthen you? Will we regret that we filled the small amount of time we had with you with delightful things, spiritual entertainment, but things so inconsequential they didn't travel into your adult life except as lovely memories? Have we loved and entertained you, or have we created disciples I'm a pastor, I'm a father. When I read this, even having been in youth ministry for 25 years, uh, boy, this really made me think. And then it made me want to read the rest of the book, and I'm glad that I did. The book is divided into uh, really three sections as they go after this idea of preparing our children for 2050. And guys, let's face it, the reality is in 2050, several of us, will unfortunately not even be here to guide our children through that time. Uh, We need to be preparing them. We need them 
we, we need to be teaching them now because this is the time God has given to us. And so, first of all, the resilient book starts out with why. Why do is this so important? And attacking the idea, or or pointing out rather, just what is our world going to look like in 2050? Therefore, what is our church going to look like in 2050? Today, our kids have so many influences. They are influenced by school. They're influenced by the media. They're influenced by worldly friends. They're influenced by social media. Uh, There's so much family breakdown. And as I said in the beginning of this video, Barna has done a study that says 60% of kids drop out of church by the time they graduate high school. That's just not an acceptable number. That's, that means we're failing as a church. That means all of the things that we have done, the things we thought worked are failing because 60% is not okay. So what do we do to change that? And that's uh, the next thing that they, they talk about. First, they talk about the why, then the what. What do we do to change it? And it's to shift our focus to disciple-making, to the Great Commission, to what God's Word tells us we need to be doing. We need to be reaching these young people in a way that we never have before. And it's less about program. Even Awana is saying that, guys, let's shift our ideas, our thoughts away from getting through a a program on any given night that we're with these young people, but let's actually invest in them and let's disciple them. Awana focuses on three areas of being able to really dive into our other lives of, of these kids and disciple them. It's belong, believe, and become. And belong is is having a highly relational ministry led by loving, caring adults. Let's get away from this idea that we just have people come in. I think so often we undersell it as pastors, as as youth leaders. Hey, just come and sit in the back of the room. We don't. We, we just that's all we need because we're really just trying to fill a program and we're not investing in the lives of our kids. Don't undersell it anymore. Let's recruit people. Let's bring people in to work in our ministries that are going going to have highly relational ministries, relationships that are going to be loving and caring adults so that these kids feel like they belong. The reality is many of our kids are going to come in from the community and they don't even know what it means to have loving and caring adults in their lives. And so we need to be those. And then believe what are we doing with these kids? Are we playing games and giving them some fun devotional Or are we actually giving them God's word and helping them dig in and understand and know what they believe? Part of the reason the kids leave, or or probably most of the reason that they leave the church is because they didn't actually believe the things they were taught. They didn't see value in them. We didn't give them a lens to filter this world through. And so we failed them. So believe is a dip deeply scriptural ministry rooted in the truth of God's word and the power of the gospel. And then after belong and believe, then is the become stagey, highly experiential ministry designed to move kids from simulation to real world ministry. Are we just giving them Bible stories or are we having hard conversations with them? Are we taking the time to throw away, once again, let's not worry so much about the programming getting through the night, 
But let's talk about what we're learning. Let's talk about how we apply that to our lives. And let's invest in these kids. Awana is saying, let's change the way we do things. Let's have a different conversation. So the why, the what, and then the how. And the how is simply to build a proven philosophy of child discipleship. Now, when I say simply, it's far more than that. We have to really rethink what we're doing, and it's going to look different in every church, and that's what I love about this book. They don't really give you a how, as in this is exactly how you build this philosophy because it looks different in your church than it does in mine. But really what Awana wants to do with this book is start a conversation in which we're talking about that. We're learning what that looks like. We're changing our philosophy from just having games and activities and snacks and a good time to investing in giving these kids the gospel. They're giving them God's word, helping them get deeply rooted in his word. But what we need to know about this, and this is coming from a pastor's heart and from a parent's heart, As we do this, let's not forget what the Bible teaches about child discipleship. When you look look at the Scripture in Old Testament, New Testament, when it talks about teaching our young people, the majority of the responsibility is placed on the parents. So when we talk about child discipleship, churches, pastors, you've got to be thinking about how are we training our parents. Youth leaders, you've got to be thinking about how am I pulling my parents into this ministry? How am I coming alongside of them and teaching them and helping them and equipping them? Parents, and then we also see, man, look at the example of Timothy. Grandparents, you are not exempt from this. If you have young, if you have grandkids, you too need to be discipling them. And then, of course, when we look at the Paul and Timothy. Uh, Uh, example there. We see parents, we see grandparents, and we see the church. We see Paul getting involved and investing. Timothy didn't have a father. Timothy needed Paul's spiritual guidance, and, and Paul calls him a son in the faith. There are people, there are kids that come into our church that need spiritual mothers and fathers, and so we need to be all of those things as a church, but we need to understand the the scope as we as we carve out this philosophy in our church for child discipleship. There's so much more in this book. There's so much more that I could talk about. I don't want to take all the time today, nor do I want to give it away. Go get it. Go read it. There is a link down in the comments so that you can find it easily. Get this book. You need to read it. Who should read it? That's the question, I guess. Who should read this book? And there are three People, well, let's add four people that should read this book. Parents should read this book. If if you're raising kids, you need to be thinking about it in your own mind. How am I discipling and preparing my kids for 2050? We need to have that going in our mind and our hearts and as we pray. But also as we're looking at the ministry in our church, as we're as we're looking to plug our kids in as parents, what are we plugging them into? So parents need to read this book. Pastors need to read this book. Guys, as pastors, we lead and shepherd the ministries in our churches, and we need to make sure that we're understanding the importance of what we're giving so we are overseeing and we're guiding and shepherding greater and better ministries that are going to disciple our kids, not just give them fun things that aren't going to translate into the next life or into their adult life, rather. Uh, So pastors, parents, and obviously we need youth leaders of any kind, not just Awana, but any kind. Youth leaders, read this book. At any age of youth, teens, young people, read this book. And then I said four, 
because of biblical example, I'm going to say, grandparents, you should read this book as well. If you are involved in local church ministry, read Resilient because it should shape the way we do ministry. Now, I just need to say this one little thing here because really the idea of resilient, what Awana wants to do, and I understand where they're coming from. They they are wanting to start this this idea of child discipleship in the child wing, in the children's wing with children's leaders. But guys, let me tell you, pastors, listen to me when I say this. We cannot let it start there. We have failed if we let discipleship start in the children's wing of the church. It must start with us. It must be a part of what the adults are doing. It is the mission of the church, so we cannot let it start there. The reason Awana is is wanting it to start there is because you and I have failed. We have not discipled the way that we should, and they are recognizing this, and they are trying to put a plea out a cry out to not let these kids slip through the cracks. So please read this book. Out of five stars, I would give it, uh, I'd give it a five-star rating because this book has really impacted the way that I think and the, the way I think through uh, children's ministry. It's it's causing us as a church, part of it, <laughs> part of it is just biblical understanding that we are really evaluating how we are doing ministry, family ministry in our church If this is something you're interested in, I want to tell you something else here. If you've been a part of my channel, you know, but almost monthly, at least through the winter months, uh, I stream on my YouTube channel. I live stream on the YouTube channel with another friend of mine, and, and we are. We are literally working chapter by chapter through this book, doing what the book calls us to do. Having a conversation, keeping the conversation going, and we want you to be a part of that. So if you have read this book or are reading this book or are challenged by this video, please, you can find a playlist for all those past live streams. Watch those and then make sure you join us. And if you want some more, we have a Facebook page. It's called A Resilient Conversation with Scott and PJ. I would love to have you jump over there and follow us and be a part of the conversation that Awana has started through resilient. Grab a copy, read it, get yourself ready to dive in and invest in the lives of young people. Thanks so much for watching. Make sure you hit the like button. Find somebody that you can share this video with. If you have watched this video, make sure you share it with your youth leaders, your pastor, uh, other parents. Make sure they know about this book so that they can read it and leave a comment. Let me know if you're going to read this book or if you've read this book, let me know what you think. We'll see you in the next video.